Ladies and gentlemen, you are now listening to the Talking Nonsense About Impact Wrestling Podcast. Cross the line in three, two, one. The Talking Nonsense About Impact Wrestling Podcast. My name is Jeff, and alongside me, as always, is the Tasha Steeles to my Kira Hogan. It's, it's Max, everyone. Max. Hey, what's up, everybody? I'm actually okay with that. You were ju- We were just talking before we started filming how you much should. you like them. Because they're gold, Max. And, and the if, point- yeah, if they end up winning the tag team title, you're going to go into debt buying all their Probably. Uh, gear and merch. Yeah. Well, I, I'll be wearing that in three months when my shop impact other shirts come in i'm still waiting on (laughs) (laughs) um no i'm saying we're equals because once again we're we're working as a team we're preparing for uh as you guys know if you watched last episode uh we uh did the commercial and released that we're doing a draft that will air in july Uh, we just released tonight that the total non-stop impact guys are joining wrestle news world and um and us for a draft that we'll go into details later in the show uh but so the point is max we're equals this episode i'm gonna actually even let you lead when it comes to headlines so after this break I, you'll be i appreciate that right imagine 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 it's an elmo reference if uh you know if anybody got... who listens to, or listens to us as kids yeah. or it just happens or it's just a real big fan of sesame street all day long have to listen to this song. All right. Um, so a lot to talk about, but the most important thing, as always, Max, what you watching? I am currently watching um, NWA TNA Asylum Years. Watching Wrong sure. Killings take on Hermes Sadler. He just <laughs> finished insulting the entire state of Tennessee. Bunch of NASCAR fans were real, real angry with him. Yeah, very racist. It, it's to the times. The times were different. Yeah. My so can we talk about some so obviously Hermes Seller isn't a real wrestler. There's been a couple other people who have stepped in the ring who haven't been real wrestlers and have been the mind, where are you going? Anywhere from horrible to average. D'Angelo Williams, when he wrestled for TNA, you yeah. would have thought that he had done that his entire life. Now, granted, he was an NFL running back, so clearly he is on if you're talking about athletes, he's up there with the people who step in, but Carl Malone was an NBA player, and he didn't look fantastic. True. Um, but I think this answers the question of, are NASCAR drivers athletes? I don't know. If, right? Yeah. Maybe. Hermie's not looking as bad as some of the people in the crowd would. But <laughs> I, I, don't th- I don't think Meltzer's giving him anything higher than maybe a one-and-a-half star. There's no – yeah, in the match? Or the audience? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Either or. <laughs> Other cousins. <laughs> yeah, man. There's a couple of people in there. Where one lady was wearing her NWO shirt, and the person next to her, I don't know if it was her brother, her husband, her cousin, all three. <laughs> we apologize for anybody who may be listening in the great state of Tennessee. I like the Titans. I like the Titans. Ryan Tannehill. All right, so... <laughs> I'm a Dolphins fan. Oh, that's why my life... That's why I'm an Impact fan. I'm used to getting beat down. <laughs> Liking something no one else does. So who's the Patriots of wrestling? Is it WWE? Yeah, for sure. They're, unfortunately, they're the Yankees and the, the Patriots. Okay. Actually, um, 
was brought to a question that we should do, but I don't know if any of our listeners actually know the NBA, but um, it was brought that we should maybe do like a who's who of the NBA to impact. So who is the Michael Jordan? Who's LeBron? Yeah, it'd be interesting. Think about it. Um, but we have a lot to talk about. Obviously, um, this is primarily going to be a brace yourself, a positive episode. Uh, a lot of cool things and hell is frozen over. Impact has a lot of buzz going right now. Um, and we're going to talk about that and amongst all the other stuff that we could fit into this hour format uh, right after this break. So let's go to headlines. Right, so we're going to get into headlines. Max is going to take the lead here. Um, we just watched uh, Ryan Shamrock come down and take money uh, for favors. We don't know yet. <laughs> don't know. She, it, she was in the back. She wasn't coming down. And the hot shots just came out. You know, you'll see that for two weeks in a row, uh, she does that. And then there's no explanation. She never comes back again. I'm pretty sure that's the same thing that happened to her when she was in the WWE. She was Ken Shamrock's sister. And then... She went to WCW. She was the Maestro's uh, uh, Symphony, maybe? That was her name? Symphony? Yeah. Anyways. Hey. All right. So maybe Max the is- same – maybe the same – she's taking money for the same reason, or maybe she's the person who kidnapped Joe. She was taking money. <laughs> maybe maybe it goes all the way back then is when all this started. Waiting for Joe, a young Joe to come up. And- <laughs> I don't like that guy. In a couple years, kidnap him and don't tell anybody who you are. <laughs> All right, so let's go to headlines. So, first one is the Slammiversary promo. Who is it? <laughs> Who is it? Um, you wrote these, so I don't have anything more to go on than that. I do not write these. Uh, they are Craig's, our producer. I don't oh, write these anymore. Craig wrote these. So, they're in English. Huh? Um, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> so, Slammiversary promo. Um, I'm, you know, who is it? it? What's funny is last episode, we kind of, or you, I'll, I'll give you credit there. You took the lead with the, the ballsiest of guesses and it seems to maybe be coming true. And I think all the puzzle pieces are coming together. Um, after Elgin talked on the phone, um, you would assume he's talking to a leader of a, a Canadian group, um, which I would imagine is Eric Young. So if those two are separate, um, and there's been a lot of speculation. If those two Marvel-like end uh, vignettes are uh, are separate stories, um, I'm not sure. I'm not sure because originally I thought it was just it's Eric Young. The the font, the color scheme, everything was the "Don't fire Eric" uh, that he used when he did that, and for it to say "You're fired" and and that's what he used for "Don't fire Eric," it just made too much sense. Um, but then obviously EC3 teased it. Um, I really do believe that you were right. I think Luke Gallows and, and Doc, or excuse me, Doc Gallows and, and uh, Anderson, Machine Gun Anderson, do come. I just, it, there's so much uh, on Aftershock. Um, Jimmy Jacobs name dropped uh, No Way Jose in English. A bunch of people, um, Don, uh, Don Callis as well. Not who I would want to come, um, but the fact that they're talking about all these possibilities and, and watch Slammiversary to find out there has to be something bigger than just Eric Young coming back. And no offense to Eric Young. There has to be something bigger. And if it's not, they're doing all this hype 
and it feels very Dixie-ish if they don't deliver. So I hope they deliver. I don't know who the damn vignette's about. I don't know if they're all connected. Um, I, I would say that Eric Young's a guaranteed uh, by now, uh, a guarantee. But I think the, the possibilities for them to swerve us are endless. Um, I know we're talking about it later in the quick seven, but the T-shirt thing still gets me. Um, the funny paparazzi productions, uh, one makes sense. I think Motor City's coming back. Uh, the other two that were released that are really great are Team Canada, and they just made a reference to Team Canada. And the other was Aces and Eights. And Trey just got uh, just got uh, beat up, and who's in the jack? We'll see. I don't know. I- I'm hoping it's both of those. So I, I pulled up. The- I was trying to find the video while you were talking because I wanted to see kind of the order. So it starts off with Eric Young. Most of the stuff is TNA. So it's got the You're Fired. It's got Eric Young. It's got a, according to you, a um, Bulgarian flag, right? It is. Okay. Then it's got Doc Gallows, Carl Anderson. Then it's got um, Rockstar Spud, who we know he's not coming because he's staying with. So he's been ruled out. It's got some dude. um, But it doesn't necessarily mean that he wasn't originally in the plans. Yeah, that's true. Wanted Um, to stay with WWE offered maybe yeah maybe mike and maria ec3 so it's got all those people um in there now most of them it's i mean it's pretty much all your big players who were released um and obviously the video starts with people what you mentioned ryan myers is in there as well Ryan myers is in there so in terms of who it is i don't think it's gonna be all of them but i definitely think now it'd be really interesting if it was nobody in that group it was some Brando, oh other person who got fired, and they're like, "Yeah, that's um, my concern too." Yeah. But I, I mean, I think Anderson and Gallows works. It would be interesting if they did a series of these, like three or four of them, with each of them being a different person. I like that. Yeah. So I do think that would be really cool. Because our brain automatically assumes it's a story being told. Yeah, right? it's one continuous – or it's it's multiple vignettes for the same person, similar yeah. to how you used to see in wrestling with, like, Glacier in WCW for, like, four months. But it'd be interesting if each one of these was to a different person. That would be really cool. Um, this one obviously has somebody at the start of it drinking and kind of watching the whole news, you're fired – X amount of wrestlers, blah, blah, blah. And then it kind of leads into everything. So, I mean, maybe it, this is one dude, maybe it's multiple, who knows what the lead is, but, um, so here's the, well, one, we have to get your answer. I, I said, Eric Young was, is a definite, um, is that where your mind is too? Or are you sticking to your guns? Of, see, now I do, think, I think all of them are going and I'll get to that, but do you think more so than the other who is, I'm still. I'm going Anderson and Gallows, and I'm going that this person that was sitting here was EC3. Now EC3 did do a, his own version of this, of the continuation of what was going to happen. Um, <clears throat> a lot of people speculated that it was a teaser, and he was saying, "I'm done with nostalgia. I'm not going back to Impact. This is me saying." And he said hashtag clickbait. So he was just like saying that was clickbait. They use my image. I'm not that. I took it, honestly, as he's done with being Dixie Carter's nephew. He's EC3 now. Um, Maybe. 
So I think the, the interpretation it could be there, and it would make sense that he told you that it was him. He continued it, um, but we just thought it was because Impact never retweeted it or something that it wasn't a part. I don't know. That's I don't know. So you, you might be right. I really think I, after you said it last week, and I and I didn't want to say it out loud because I felt like a a mark to be honest with you because that just seems like unfortunately just, I I hate to say it, but a a, a reach. For impact, that's that's a big thing. Um, but I'm on that train with you. I really think EC3, Gallows, and Anderson, Mike and Maria, she's the first lady of the Aces and Eights. I think that's the new Aces and Eights. That would be really cool. That's what I'm going to throw out there. Just because of all the stars aligned. So you don't think Eric Young leads the Aces and Eights in the battle charge? No, I think he leads Team Canada. Okay. The Elgin thing, like now that you say it specifically, like that they're all could be different for people. I think that maybe that one was for someone else. That one could be for, and next week we might get something completely different. Maybe. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm full of good ideas. Us all, or they're teaching us all, and we're gonna get eight in English. You know. I would be so upset. We'll talk about him later on. So number two, after we spent way too long on the first one. Is Tessa leaving after Slammiversary? Um, in case I talked over you, people couldn't hear it. He's asking if leave after Slammiversary. So I don't know what to think. Had you asked me before this pandemic, I'd say no. I don't think she is for a multitude of reasons. I think she likes where she's at. She's a world champion. Um, she's. I think she needs to take a year or two before that. Uh, especially in this climate, um, the allegations that came out, uh, and to have a company that does support her and won't have to re-spark um, that fire would be impacted. It'd be smart for her to stay. But now that she's missed two tapings, which means she's missed four months um, by the time this is all said and done, I believe. And they niched. She was going to do, and this is speculation, but according to a source, uh, they was going to happen satellite, um, but that could be also just the storyline changing, and they are doing this five-way um, heavyweight main event for her title with her being in it. I think this is the perfect way for her to lose. We talk about it all the time, just because there's a niche to it. There's multiple people there. She technically doesn't need to get pinned. Uh, I think Elgin is the one that wins it. And I think it has something to do with team Canada um, thought theory, rather. That's my, that's my theory. Um, I, okay. So you got, I, I'm looking at this two ways. I think is a guarantee or she could sneak out and win it. I hope it's a man. Um, uh, King of the Mountain match. There's too many people in that for not to be. Anyways, um, I like it, man. It's not as difficult. But if she loses her title, this could be two things. Either, yes, she's done and, and she's gone. It's kind of a shitty thing for her and for Impact. I think mutually they need each other. Um, but to wrap it up, I, I they're taking off what they did with Sammy so then they can reinvent her character. And then she comes back as a heel because once again, especially in this climate, it might be hard for her to be liked. That's my thinking there. I don't know. So I think it's 50-50, on, and I don't like those odds. But 
So I will say I do like her better as a heel. I think there's just certain people who, when they become faces, they lose something in their character. Um, she frees one of them, I think. Yeah, I think for me at least, I think Jericho is a much better heel than yeah. he is face because he just he plays that. Um, Kevin Owens is a similar thing. I yeah. think he's a better heel, but I just I think her character is a really good heel. As a face, it just seems kind of meh. Yeah, so so maybe that's that. Maybe that's what happens. Do you think she loses the title and dips, or do you think she loses the title? So I do think she loses the title, and then again, yeah, I, I think it would be a switch because. I just I understand her wrestling in the men's division. I think it's cool, but at some point it's it's got to end unless you're just gonna have her permanently stay wrestling guys. Because even Awesome Kong wrestled guys, but didn't it didn't stay. It wasn't like yeah, but I think that even though she did, it was to build the character of Awesome Kong compared to with Tessa where it's saying they're equal. It's a different time. We're in a different time, and no, they could get back to knockouts, but I don't know. And I get that. I just, I think she's, I think it makes more sense for her to go in the knockouts because I've always liked her as a powerhouse type wrestler. And she can't do that with the guys. So I feel like it makes more sense for her to go back with the knockouts because she then can have that powerhouse character. She can switch to a heel. Um, I, so I, I to be pissed off and yeah, you know, I, I just, I think that's the better option for, her. and I don't, I don't think she leaves. Unfortunately, WWE has a ton of, of people like they have Charlotte on NXT. So they're already, you're kind of running into a situation where, there's too much going on for all the people that they want to push, at least in my opinion. So to me, her going to any one of those three, like NXT, um, SmackDown, or Raw, I think she'd just get buried. It would be one of these things like EC3, where she goes and then just you never see anything. Well, I think the not to get on a side subject, but to add to your point really quick, is that the days of that that luster of gold – of WWE is the place. It's the people are starting to, that that there's a chink or what is it called a uh, a dent in the armor or uh, whatever the heck. Called, it is. I think I think it's, a, it's I think it's a chink in the armor is the actual term. Racist though. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, not if you don't mean it. Not if you. Uh, all right, we'll edit that out. Uh, so, anyways, <laughs> it, you know, is I don't know. No, and I still. I mean, for me. I still think there is a luster of going there I, because it is. It's the WWE. But I think it's now more of similar to what AJ did to where you make your name someplace else and then you go there at the end of your career as opposed to going in the beginning because by that point you're already a big name and they have something to do with you instead of going. But I just, I don't, I, yeah, I think there's just I think there's just too much there for her. Because she is. She's a star. I don't think she's going to be willing to go someplace and just be a third-class citizen because she gets no stories. She so, could, Well, my thing is, it. 
I agree with you from her standpoint, but also you got Tony Khan, the the prodigal son, uh, announcing Hogan does. There, I don't think he would follow it up by signing her either. Um, Possibly, I think if she leaves, that would be the place for her to go. But I just think Impact. She's been such a a star in Impact for a decent amount of time. They've put a lot behind her, so I just I don't think it makes sense for her to leave. It's not, I don't, TNA, like TNA, um, AEW possibly, I mean, the roster, I think has room for her to jump in and instantly be a star. So I could possibly see that with WWE. There's just too many people there that I don't think it would make sense for her. And I don't think she would be willing to go there and then just drop down to a nobody. So to me, I think, I think TNA impact, whatever they're going to, whatever I'm watching TNA. Um, that's why I said that, but I think that makes the most sense for her at this point is to stay. So, I agree. Number three, we're going to try and make these shorter. Why do you <laughs> think Booker T has made a U-turn on his feelings about impact? Okay. So, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't have any, I never really put too much thought into it. Um, what he's referring to is um, he said that Impact's going to really make a push for it if they really are signing these people. Either way, they're getting hype and buzz about them uh, with whatever they're doing here. Uh, why he would say that, and he's been very critical since he left, there's, there's either two ways of, of looking at it. One, he's being honest, and he really thinks something big is happening uh, and is giving them, he's being unbiased. Or two, they have worked with reality of rest or uh, reality of wrestling. Is that his thing? Um, his organization. So maybe there's a deal there where they work with them again. I don't know. Uh, maybe it's a study, but either you got to look at it as genuine or, or not. Uh, I I prefer to look at it as genuine. Okay. There's one answer. First off, the flying out. This just came out. That's not the answer. The one answer is Booker T looked over the landscape of WWE and realized they're firing people. And he's like, all I okay. really do is commentary on or the pre-show on pay-per-views. I'm probably pretty okay. close to that cut line. I better yeah. start making friends because I'm going to need some place to go in case they cut me. So if he ends up on the chopping block, he's like, hey, Impact. Which I'd be fine because Black Snow is the second greatest commentator. So there you it. go. So I think that I think that's – that to me is the reason I think you're like, hey, you know, it's. No, that's fair. That's a good point. WWE's cutting people. I've, I'm probably pretty low or probably pretty close to that cut line because I'm not, you know, right. I don't do much. Let me, let me, uh, I don't want to go work for Tony Khan in AEW because that means then I can't come back to WWE ever. <laughs> right. So you go to Impact, you don't anger anybody. I think that's what he, I think that's why he did it. I agree with you there. That's a good point. All right. What's up next? Number four, is there potential for this knockouts division to be the best roster? I'm saying it must be the best knockouts division ever. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, we've been talking about it, but we never talked about it. Um, now that we're preparing for this draft, we've been able to kind of look at the whole spectrum of, of knockouts over history. Yeah. Um, it's hard because I think there's really two. I would say this is one of them. Um, but that first that real sweet spot when they had the beautiful people, 
Gale, Awesome Kong, Mickey James, Tara. That whole that's a hard roster. ODB. Um, that's a whole group of women that's hard to to put aside for this new one. But the amount of women they have that are all on the same level or above some of those ones we mentioned. It's hard to not say maybe he's onto something. Maybe this is the, the best knockouts locker room they've ever had um, as a whole. Not together or era, but as a whole, like from one to 30 or how top many? Top to knock- bottom. Top to bottom. Um, I don't know. I don't know. So I, I was thinking that earlier when I was thinking, I mean, when they had Taryn Terrell and Gail Kim. But I was trying to remember who else was there because Madison Rain was there. But I, I don't. I feel like that was three top heavy people, and then it kind of fell off. Um, I mean, they've got a good. I was just looking it over. They've got a real good roster. I mean, you're looking at um, Jordan Grace, Kira Hogan, Kylie Ray, Madison Rain, Rosemary. Uh, yeah. Suzanne Sue Young are two different people, but we'll consider them one for this purpose. Uh, Tasha Steele's um, Havoc. T- say Taya Havoc. Tessa. I mean, they they've got a lot of really good people on this roster. Um, a oh, lot Deanna, of people that Diana. Yeah. Um, so I mean, it's hard though because you see these. You see these women wrestling now, and they're in your mind. And you go back and you think about Awesome Kong, um, Gail Kim, all them, ODB. And you remember the highs, but you don't remember any of the lows. So it's really hard to say how good were they. Were they as good as we thought they were? or No, it's a fair question to bring up. Yeah, Um, I mean to cut you off, but... I, that's a very fair question. I'm going back and I'm watching the asylum years. As I mentioned, um, I'm on 36 now or something like that. Um, but I also like to watch the best of this and the best of that and, and kind of reminisce whatever that way too, especially since we're doing preparing for this draft. And yeah, there are lows. And of course those things are, aren't going to highlight or especially the compilations aren't going to highlight the negatives. But I have a clear memory of, yeah, there was some, I'm not the biggest Taylor Wilde fan. Um, you know, there were some down parts in there. I, I agree with you there. But the way they were treated were like stars. There was, a, and especially at the time in comparison to WWE, which were doing divas and butterfly belts and all that, they were getting time to wrestle and, and uh, were trying to prove a point. These girls are not necessarily trying to prove a point. They have it in the palm of their hands. Um, I think at the end of the day, what's going to decipher the two is what this group of women do with it uh, and, and how impact books them as well. The talent's there. This match possibilities are endless. The knockouts tag coming back would be genius because WWE's finally realizing they have them again. Um, so I, I, they're they're being very smart about picking the things people don't do well and doing them better than that. And for that reason, I think that this group might end up being collectively the best. 
there I said it. Oh, yeah. it hurts my heart. I mean, I, I think it's definitely a possibility. They've got a lot of stars on here who could. I do. I, I think. It, I think it. Just in depth wise, I think it may end up being deeper. And if they do, if they bring back the women's tag team belts, and then you see, huh? Um, and then you see what they do from there, and they actually make that a division. I think it's only going to highlight more people. I'm watching AJ Styles and Jerry Lynn fight, but I think they're also tag team champions. So I'm confused because yeah. I have the sound off. They, they are tag team champions. Uh, Jerry Lynn's the veteran, and AJ is the punk kid who's taking the spotlight from them, even though they're tag champs. Silliness, uh, okay. really. That seems like a very uh, early 90s, early <laughs> 2000s. Mid- yeah. it's, I was like, that's just like a pretty standard storyline for wrestling when they don't really have anything better to do. You know what's funny is I was always been pretty – transparent in my love for tna i know what's bad i know what's good i've always admitted it but going back and watching them you see how like there's never a clean finish like <laughs> oh never- yeah oh yeah when, when aj won when aj and them won the uh jerry lynn beat the rainbow express aj does the uh spiral tap and just kicks him right in the nuts foot right like <laughs> just as like his leg hits him in the thigh or something i'm like I guess that's pinning him. <laughs> yeah, sure. yeah, no, all dusty finishes. I'll try to protect uh, protect each person. So oh, no with one, that no too. Yeah, no, you mean cleaning that. Yeah, well, that and then, oh, yeah, everybody's. Yeah. I thought you meant clean as in like yeah. actual like. <laughs> I like yeah, yeah. I, was, I thought you meant by clean. I was saying it's, there's a lot. It's, a lot of it's sloppy. A lot of the stuff is sloppier. All right, well, that's 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 true too. Um, so moving on, what's the, are we last one, fourth one? Where are we at? Uh, five is does this push the needle? There we go. The question we always get end up talking about. Um, I know we said I know we might have said it afterwards too, but we did say we got this question asked when the Kylie thing happened, and we said no. Um, if first of all, I think this buzz as a whole tells you. Because it's not just a one-day buzz. It's been two weeks now, and people are still talking and sharing, um, and not just the Impact community. I think it does push the needle forward. I do. And and not just speculation. They need to deliver on it. But if this buzz turns into reality, and this, the reality is just as good or not better than the buzz, then, yeah, the needle has been pushed. I agree. I'm, I think it all depends on who they sign. They, if they don't sign any of these guys, or it's Heath Eric Young and Rusev, and then nobody else, and you're gonna be like, um, right. but I mean, if they sign a a chunk of them, I think that's gonna get people talking. I especially think if they get EC3 because he's been gone for so long. Um, I think I do. I I think it at least gets people interested and giving thinking that hey let me give impact a shot to see what they're doing now i mean especially if you add i mean if you had ec3 if you had anderson and gallows i think those two those three names but those two groups of people yeah could push you and then especially if you get maybe one other big guy i think it does i think that's when people are like oh it's not just this guy going over there because we've seen that before we've seen um Ryback leave and then he goes to some random thing and nobody cares about it. Or you've seen um, 
when who was it? Was it right? We had a uh, what's his name? Oh yeah, kind of... uh, Sandow. Yeah, like he leaves and he goes over there, but I, I and that one person isn't going to move it. But I think if you can get a group in, I think that's enough people to at least make a couple people or a, a good size amount of people say, you know what? Let me just tune in and see what they're doing with these guys. Well, also, and that's a great point, but I think on top of that, when you sign more than one, you're saying, wow, they're 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 grabbing that brass ring. They're going for it. Yeah. Which the argument has been, oh, Impact has no money. Well, we just signed all these people for, during a pandemic. Everyone else is firing people or furloughing people. So let, let's not, you know, whatever. I think that narrative goes away. So now what else are they going to talk about? Well, they only got this person. Nope, they got four of them. You know what I mean? So yeah. one of them or two of them were there prior, left, and could get jobs elsewhere, but decided to come back home. So it speaks a lot. It speaks and, a lot. And a lot of those people in that clip, if you think about them, are people that at least the internet wrestling community was at one point really excited about. Rusev, the whole Rusev, people were excited about that. Anderson and Gallows, EC3. So it's there's a, there's a decent group in there that is that had big buzz around them outside of just impact fans. And people are like, oh yeah, this person's really good. I really like to see them. So I think that's another thing that does help it if they can get a group of them. I agree. All right, so Max, that was your first lead. You did pretty well. I did it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> we'll just use that as a. guys we are back uh since i did such a good job on the hot topics i am now in charge of the quick seven we're going to stick to the time this time g so we've got one minute on the clock topic number one is sunny uh this will be easy keeping it short yeah no i'll be joking a company one thing could take it been there done that used to hearing that but to be attacking the looks and the, the talent of somebody is kind of rough. Uh, same with Jim Cornette when he did uh, what he was joking. Uh, what's her name? Uh, Brooke, Dana Brooke. Um, yeah. Uncalled for, unnecessary. Get the hell out. She, her moment of fame should be gone by now. No, I agree. I, mean, I don't know if maybe her book isn't selling or her videos aren't selling or maybe maybe she didn't get her as much for her uh, M- MVP. Hall of Fame ring as she was trying to this time. Either way, I think – it's she was trying to get like I think you said it before clout. Um, Jordan Grace is a better wrestler if you cut both her arms and both her legs off than Sunny ever was, and I understand that's not what she was supposed to be, but right. just being a a valet, they moved WWE moved on from her and then never looked back. Um, I think it's going after someone who is better at what they do than what you were at you. So it looks desperate. Yeah. So number two is uh, Rockstar Spud. All right. So Spud stayed. Uh, he was in the video package. What we already mentioned it. Could he have already been on his? They agreed to, or not agreed, but said he was interested in coming. Um, they thought they had him, and then he got offered that contract. Possible. Um, I don't want to sound like this isn't me. You know, I'm very uh, transparent when it comes to this stuff. This isn't sour grapes. I'm glad he stayed. Uh, We talked about this in our normal lives. Um, I'm happy that he did get a contract. That's where he wants to be. Obviously, if you watch that video of him falling, 
Uh, he wanted to be with WWE. It was his dream. He's happy there, uh, and I'm glad for him. I think he fits in 205 Live. Impact, there's only so much you can do. Why pay that money to potentially a sidekick um, or an X-Division guy who isn't really X-Division? I don't know. I don't know. I'm cool with it. Good for him. Uh, no hard feelings. I agree. I think I would have liked to see him back, but I would have liked to see him back with EC3. Um, I think on 205 Live, I think it's a better spot for him. He can be similar to what Enzo did when he left his tag team. He went to 205 Live and shined. He can go to 205 Live. He could carry that show. It could be all about him with TNA, I think, or Impact. I think his best option is either manager of a star or they kind of put him as like a middle of the road X division guy. I don't. I think he has a bigger potential in WWE because of 205 Live. So, oh, yeah, that's uh, yeah. Third one is Heat Slater. Okay, so Heat Slater was mentioned, or uh, unfortunately, I don't want to say unfortunately. Uh, he was mentioned by Rhino as far as I don't need a partner. I already have a partner, and he's got kids. And then he smiled, haha, wink, wink. Um, I hope it was just a one-liner to uh, to get the, the laugh there or say hello to a friend uh, who's just lost his job. I'm not a Heath Slater guy. I don't think he moves the needle. Um, and he's a, he's I don't know how old he is, but I don't know what really he can bring. I think he should go to AEW and be uh, uh, Orange Cassidy's brother or something, or uncle, I don't know. So he's got to leave. He's got to add on about 40 pounds of muscle and then come back and recreate 3MB <laughs> after everybody's bulked up. He's 36, so I mean, still got, I'd say, four good years in his prime. Um, I don't know. It's a tag team. I wouldn't mind having him. I think he would be a good adi- – if Rhino comes in with a tag team and him and Rhino are teamed up, I think they're good. He Similar to when – Sandow went there. He's not somebody that I would be super excited about as a singles wrestler. Like he's solid, but I I don't I think he would he's great to bring in if you need to get somebody new over as kind of like a jobber as the um Brooklyn Brawler. He's great in that role, but as a tag team I would actually be be impressed and, and happy he was there. Anything else, I just I don't know. Cool. I'm not I don't yeah. really want him. Yeah, and that's the thing. I don't, I don't want to make it clear. I, obviously, it's all for people getting jobs. The thing with, and I like Don Callis mentioning this on uh, Aftershock, he said, we're here giving the opportunity to get over. Yeah, you might make money elsewhere, but we're here we'll teach you and, and nurture you and let your ideas come in and to the creative process and get you over. So is it possible that he was held down in WWE and he has all these ideas and he could portray this other character or be awesome? in a great hand possibly yeah there's roles for he could do it uh, or that he could portray just like anyone else that was released but he doesn't excite so that's i think that's the way i want to word it yeah so next one is going to be aiden english he's kind of on the same level for me as far as you know what he can or can't do but i think at a live show like say slammiversary if out of the entryway comes a singing aiden english and he introduces Rusev, I think if there's people there, the, the roof would blow off the place. That's kind of what I was saying. I mean, when he was with Vaude Villains, I 
couldn't I couldn't care less about the guy. I mean, it was an interesting gimmick, but oh well. When he became the singing Aiden English with Rusev, I really liked him. And similar thing, if he comes in with Rusev, right. I don't necessarily think he can do his own thing. He can wrestle by himself. He could go after the X division as Rusev goes after. Have we? But I think those two together with him singing the intro really would. It would be awesome. Outside yeah. of that, I, I don't know. He needs – I think him being the mouthpiece of somebody is where his strength is and what makes him interesting to me. And to me, it would really be with Rusev. So if he comes in with Rusev, super excited. If he doesn't, kind of the same thing with um, – Yeah, I'm right away. Uh, next one is Diana Perrazzo. Uh Damn, quick seven for her. Uh, great debut. Here's what I'll take out of it in my short little talking uh, period here. Everything was great. This will be more so a congratulations. Good for her. Happy for her. I'm, I think she's a great talent. I'm happier for impact management because what it's showing is, like I just mentioned, they can create a star. They can package them. And, they, and I saw this online from someone who's actually an NXT person who watched it and said they did more with her. and a combined four minutes of time she's been in that company than NXT did in two years. And, and I, and I think that sums it up completely. Yeah. And no, I, I really like her. Um, I'm happy she's there. I like her character. I think we had spoken might've been last episode of the episode before, or maybe it was just when we were talking about how, when she first was kind of there, she was just the girl with the Ferrari on her. Uh, yeah, yeah. And she was really forgettable and just kind of like a, like, yeah, like create a create a wrestler plop. Here she is, but I mean, I really like I said, I liked her little character she had on NXT. I like from what I saw what she's gonna be here. I think she's gonna be. I think she's got potential to be someone who you can put right in to an upper level at least with everything um, yeah. and see what you can do. So I really like it. I think I think they did a good job, um, and I think focusing her. I think it's good to bring her in earlier and not maybe hold her to slam anniversary because you give a little bit of time before to set things up with her. Yeah. Yeah. She needs more of a buildup than those guys do if they were revealed. Yeah. Um, just Just in general. So real quick before we do the next one, do you think they could do something like that? Do you think they could have maybe two guys come out at slam anniversary and then reveal other people? Or would you want them all revealed at slam anniversary? Oof. Depends on how it's done. Okay. Uh, I would like for it to be sporadic throughout the the show. Maybe okay. a couple little good ones. Uh, and then the finale, the main event year, obviously, I think we're going to Team Canada. Um, I would like if if it's the Aces and Eights thing, Doc Gallows be the only one or or Machine Gun Anderson, whoever, whatever we're going to do here. One of them, though. Um and then in the tapings afterwards or in the live okay. shows afterwards. Um, but real quick, I do want to bring this all full circle, and I don't know why I didn't think about when we talked about the locker room. They're bringing in people like Deanna and all this all the stacked roster. Maybe Tessa becomes expendable at that point. And maybe that's, that's possible. Why, I mean, Tennille hasn't even built any traction yet, but she still has a contract. So there's a lot of players that aren't in the game right now. Rosemary hasn't wrestled a match, and it feels like forever but is always relevant. So there's a lot of, uh, possible. all right, what's up next? 
the last second to last one is the women's women's tags new teams emerge. So we talked about in the beginning, we kind of already spoiled that Tasha Steele's in uh, Kiera Hogan. Uh, like I said, take my money. Uh, I think they're awesome. You have Nevaeh and Havoc. They're slowly integrating uh, these tag teams of women like we mentioned there. They're bringing them in and now they're, they're showcasing them as part of something more. Rosemary and Taya, you know. So I think we're headed there. I'm really stoked about the presentation so far and the teasing. Uh, I think Slammiversary, we get to crown the champions. I think that's what happens. So, I mean, I'm excited about it. I think you had just mentioned the depth of their roster, maybe making um, Tessa expendable. But I think the depth of the roster is just allows people who weren't doing something to do something. You stick Kira Hogan and Tasha Steeles. Boom, tag team. They can get in a tag team fuse. You have, they did have Susie and Kylie Ray. Boom, tag team. You could take Sue Young and Rosemary. Boom. So you can do stuff like that with people who haven't been around and it allows you to keep people relevant who maybe you're like, they, they're not main event level, but we want to do something with them. So I think that could be an option where even if you have a big roster, it gives you the option to do things with people as long as you're making realistic and intelligent parents and not just going, all right, it's going to be pulled out of the hat. It's Madison rain. And, uh, Sue Young, go get them, girls. Like, as long as you're not doing that. No, yeah, they're doing a great job of, of putting it together. I know we talked about that last episode as well. They're doing a great job of, like they do with the men, of building that division back and giving someone always something to do. For too long, it's been where if you're not in that title picture or maybe that next feud after, as a woman, you don't get on the show. Yeah, you're um, in the back. You're like the, back. the Young Bucks walking across the screen. And that 200 bucks, man. But these girls are actually getting an opportunity because why the hell weren't they yeah. to not just go away if they're not in the title picture. So now there's a new, I, I'm just very happy about it. It's a, it's a new day and, and they're doing a great job as yes, a company. The new day. Yes, it is. All right. Last one. Um, speaking of the new day, people who sell at a tremendous amount of t-shirts because all their t-shirts are amazing. Um, what do you think of the t-shirts? such as Team Canada and Aces and Eights. Okay, so we already kind of spoiled that. Um, and I'm going to stick with it. I'm going to keep beating my drum until they tell me otherwise. There has to be a reason that they are releasing these things. Um, so I wanted something to happen. Not only – I don't care about proving me right. I don't care about getting what I want, any of that. I put that aside. The reason I want those things to happen is because now this is showing me once again, another box checked off impact management is pre-planning and planning long-term and doing it right. Introducing someone with vignettes and t-shirts and stuff before you get you hyped and then send you out. So I think it's a testament to that more so than do I want the shirt? Yes. I already bought one. I won't say which one. I'll surprise you. Team I want Canada. To Nah, don't no, no. I mean, I think. I mean, sometimes you just—it's cool for them to just put out old T-shirts, right? But at the same time, like these are weird T-shirts to put out. 
Like if right. you were putting out like old like AJ Styles and Kurt Angle and Jeff Hardy T-shirts, because those were big name sellers, I can be like, oh, let's re-release those. They're still around. That I don't agree with you there. Well, I mean, I'm just thinking of from a company standpoint. If you're trying to sell a bunch of T-shirts, you Fair, pick the okay. cool brand of like oh, I understand. T-shirts I that you had, not aces and eights. It was a cool group, but I don't think they sold a lot of – maybe they sold the face mask thingies. Team Canada, like those are pretty specific T-shirts to put out that to me that I don't agree. instantly scream, oh, I want to get that T-shirt. So I do think that there has to be some type of reasoning behind it if yeah, it's to release – bring back the people or just to make you think about these people. Even right. if Team Canada doesn't come back, if they're like, oh – Eric was a part of Team Canada. Let's release this shirt, and then we'll bring it back Eric Young. So. so I actually – I agree where you're ending up. I don't agree how you got there. So I don't think they would release AJ and them because they're in other brands. It looks chintzy if they're trying to – you know, like, oh, okay, they're trying to live up like, like what they did what they would release AJ's collection of compilation because he signed with WWE, that kind of shit. The better analogy is this. If they – produce a so because you got to think viable brands how many have they created so if you have like a sports entertainment extreme obviously Vince Russo and them are coming back to do that but that is so retro that people might dig it the hardcore fans then aces and eights and team Canada which seems very specific as well so you know it's they're fresher brands. That's the only reason they're more popular. So if they came back with a Fortune 4 throwback, I don't think they're coming. I don't – no one wants them to come, but is that a throwback? Yes. These seem too relevant to things going on. So I don't know. So let me get this straight. You're telling me if they re-released the AJ Styles shirt, look like it was painted on where it's like dripping down, you wouldn't jump out and buy that thing? No, I'd buy one for Sonny, and I said <laughs> maybe a bad influence shirt. That would be a cool one. I have mine still. I think I do too. Uh, I might be donated. No, yeah, I still have bad. an AJ shirt, and I think my bad influence shirt from um, TNA. Alfred Oh no, it was afterwards. That was the TNA show. Yeah, not Bound for Glory. Yeah, that was the TNA show. I don't think I bought anything of Bound for Glory. I don't know. Maybe I did buy the. I might have bought the AJ shirt of Bound for Glory. Either way. Um, <laughs> I digress. Yeah. Um, yeah so so that's, I, don't know. That's all. I think we're in, the, we're in the same boat. We hope it's happening. We think it might be. Um, time will tell. And that's what's cool about this. Them not having spoilers. Everything feels like a surprise, and they're taking advantage of that. So I like that. But uh, let's. Uh, do you have anything more to add, or you want to cut to the break and nope. get right into We will the go draft? ahead and cut. Then when we come back, we will talk about the draft. All right, guys. Today is the day. With a past. Aside from the money they've saved, all they've got left to show for what they did is their legacy. I am still the in-factor 
professional wrestling in the present. These are the stars of Impact Wrestling. We've cheered them. We've idolized them. Yes, I'm ready. Yes, I'll be there. Yes, this is the Impact Zone. Yes, I am the Stinger. Woo! But today... I'm telling all of you, especially the young women out there, that with hard work, a lot of sacrifice and fighting for what you believe in that dreams can come true and I am living proof. We welcome them because today we build. We build a brand, a roster, a team. 90 men and women will be chosen. Who will go where? Where will you pledge your allegiance? The time has come. Our time is now. TNAIW presents Draft Day 2020. Back and I'm back on the lead here. Um, we're going to wrap this up. We've been uh, ranting and raving. Uh, no fun games, uh, but looking towards a very fun thing happening for us this weekend, which you guys will see in July. Uh, we teamed up and collaborated with uh, Wrestling News World, as well as the Total Nonstop Impact guys, um, and we're going to do a draft. What does that mean necessarily? Uh, so I'm not going to go too into it. I know <laughs> I spent today talking to a, a – an Indian gentleman about <laughs> how, what a draft is. I know I spoke to Craig and taught him in the UK. So it's, I know I'm going to have to give a little details of what that is for us, not States people uh, who are used to drafts being holidays here for every sport. Yeah. For every sport. Nonetheless. Major league baseball just had their draft yesterday. That is one I don't follow. Uh, but, but So this one is, uh, is going to be very as simple as I can explain it. 30 rounds. Uh, of us three teams and no specific order. There'll be a, there'll be a draft order. We'll get into that. Uh, and we have two minutes on the clock, just like an NFL draft, not the first round, but the other ones, I get it. I know you were about to say that. Uh, were you about to? No. Oh, I'm ready to crack me. I saw you pounce it. Um, so we, uh, we will go back and forth this Sunday and we will draft what we perceive as the best all-star all-time TNA slash impact roster. Um, the draft pool will put up uh, shortly right before the draft airs. And uh, you had to do two time, two years of service with impact TNA and, or be in with them now. Okay. So yes. You want to know what a draft is? Google WWE draft, go to YouTube and watch that. It'll run like that, except there'll be three teams and we'll be picking impact people, not WWE people. Um, and our rules will be a little bit different than theirs, but that's if you want to understand what a draft is, go watch that. If you're from a country that 
isn't the U.S., Canada. Yeah, North, that's it. Okay. North America. I, I don't. I was trying to think if there were any, if any professional um, teams. I don't think there's any that played that actually are officially in Mexico. And we've played some NFL oh. games. Yeah, yeah, uh, it's just North America and Canada. So as Max uh, explained, that's what it is. Thirty rounds, three teams. We all pick it. Um, you're build. You're building a brand. Remember, we're building a roster. We're not just picking the best people there. And if you do, or if they do, or we do, you can. You can do whatever you want with it. Um, but we will have uh, at least four different analysts as well. We're going to make it a big deal. They're going to grade our drafts and our rosters at the end. That's going to be a big deal in a competition. And we wanted a reason to work with the, the guys of TNI. Um, and then uh, we just kind of mutually became uh, cool with the Wrestling New World guys, uh, uh, Javon specifically. Uh, so we're stoked. It's going to be a good time. Uh, it brings camaraderie to the Impact uh, community. And uh Everyone, each show or, or each uh, site that participating can do their own video or whatever they want to do on it. So it's going to be really cool and fun. Um, we are the Anthem Mighty Owls. So if you want to support us, uh, that's our team. Uh, TNI is uh, the Impact Explosion. And then uh, Javon is the uh, TNA Phoenix. So three different brands. Um, Follow who you want. You guys will get to vote on who had the best roster as well. Uh, it'll be fun. I think it'll be fun either way. Oh, I do need to mention that the people we are picking are in their TNA Impact Primes. What that means is Generation Me is not now the Young Bucks. Uh, Sting is not retired Sting. Angle's not Angle. Um, AJ's he's, not also, even- he's also not WCW Sting. There you go. Exactly. He's- so that. Impact thing, whichever one you want. So if you want Joker, you get Joker. If you want, you know, when he first came to TNA, that's what you get. So you only get the years of him being there. Um, so uh, yeah, it's their prime of TNA. We each get thirty picks. Uh, tag teams are allowed to be picked, which we'll explain during the draft. It's a whole hoopla of stuff, and we've already rambled on about it. Uh, but it'll be a good time. Uh, you could choose who you want to support or you could support all three. We are practicing and we're, <laughs> we're going to kill it. We're going to kill it. We hope to kill it. Uh, but anyways, it's going to be fun. And uh, make sure you choose a team, share the videos we just put out, and, and start from there. Start your fandom. There we go. First overall pick, Crimson. That right there is the anchor of and this your. It's why we lose, Max. <laughs> <laughs> well, tune in uh, when we do post that. See if I get my wish to draft Crimson number one overall. If we get the Crimson number... followed by the Voodoo Kin Mafia. Sorry, <laughs> Crimson and then the Johnsons. That right there is my Triforce of Power when it comes to old tna guys so uh i will get our third place trophy all nice shined up (laughs) (laughs) all right guys uh yeah so that's the draft i know we kind of rambled there's a lot of details to go but those are the basic um i i think it sounds a little more tedious than it will be and it's going to be a lot more fun than maybe it sounds but give the videos a chance and i i hope you join us for it be a good time so, right. Mac, do you have anything else to add? You want to just wait? I was just going to say to everybody, thank you very much for listening. Later, guys.